Hello and welcome back to Keep Going and Growing. I hope you're having a good day and thanks for listening. Today's episode is about friendships and relationships. As it was Valentine's Day recently, I felt inspired to do an episode thinking about different types of relationships and how we can know whether a relationship or friendship is good for us. I wanted to have a general discussion about friendship and relationships and to tell you my thoughts and opinions on them based on my life experience. So today's quote, it was so hard to choose one because they were all terrible. They were all so cringy. Like quotes about friendship just seemed to be so cringy. And they all had pictures from like Winnie the Pooh and like there was so many Disney ones. And like, for example, there was Olaf from Frozen. It's like some people are worth melting for. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure the quote that I have chosen is any less cringy than that. But I've chosen the quote, stay close to people who feel like sunshine and I chose this quote because you should be focusing your energy on those who are good for you and you should be feeling warm and light and happy around them like how sunshine makes you feel and the thing is that friends are people you've chosen to have in your life or a relationship you've chosen to be a part of that and you should never put up with people who are not bringing happiness and light and warmth to your life. So I thought that was a good quote to start off with today. So as always, I like to do a little book update slash sort of, I'm going to be doing it with a life life update as well. So today is actually Tuesday that I'm recording. I usually record on a Monday. It doesn't make a huge amount of difference, but I just like to like know that everything's going to be ready in time. But yesterday was actually, yesterday was Monday and yesterday was my dad's birthday and um, we had a really nice day we went on a walk we went to somewhere new because we realized we were doing the same walks and we went somewhere new and we had a really good time and it wasn't a particularly long walk but um, we still we still had fun and then Chelsea were playing and that was really nice because my family are big Chelsea supporters and we had some champagne we got a takeaway curry we had a great time Um, my dad really enjoyed it we all really enjoyed it And I realised that, I mean, I did a lot of rapping at Christmas and obviously then I was rapping again for my dad's birthday. And like, is there anyone out there who knows how to rap properly? Because I just honestly, like, I've been trying. I thought I'd get better, but it's just one of those life skills that I can't do. But anyway, let me know if you can actually rap. Like, I've watched tutorials and stuff. Like, I just can't do it. (laughs) I never know how much to cut. I, I always cut just, like slightly too little wrapping paper it doesn't cover the whole thing like and then you have to cut like a strip anyway um other things that have happened this week it has it did snow a bit it's been a while now since it snowed but sort of at the end of last week or I can't remember when it snowed actually but it did snow um but because it already snowed before and much like thicker and deeper before I think that it wasn't as exciting the second time round I think that I think that maybe the novelty had worn off a little bit because the first time it snowed, we went sledging and we built a snowman. Uh, But but this time we did not. We didn't. I was not tempted to go out of the snow this time. But anyway, it was kind of nice to like look outside and see a little wintry wonderland. Another thing that happened in this last week was it was Valentine's Day. 
and I felt very fortunate that I was able to hang out with my boyfriend on Valentine's Day as I know there's so many people right now that are sort of you know separated by distance and various other reasons because of the pandemic so I was very pleased that I was able just to see him and spend a bit of time with him on Valentine's Day and we had a really great time and um he got me a single rose which I think is like a tradition not like a tradition between him and I but I think it is a tradition to get someone like a single rose on Valentine's Day so I've got my single rose and little vase but um yeah that was it was a lovely day another thing is that I keep telling myself that I'm going to get out my sewing machine well it's not my sewing machine it's my mum's sewing machine but I keep telling myself that I'm going to get it out and set it up because I really want to and I've got into sort of crochet and I'd love to be able to do sewing and such I'd love to be able to sew and like make things and yeah I think it'd be really good but I just <laughs> I keep I finally got it out I've made the first step of getting it out but I haven't had a chance to look at the instruction manual yet but hopefully I'll be able to update you next week and tell you that I've figured out how to use it I definitely learned in school how to use a sewing machine but I just cannot remember it's kind of complex but what else happened oh in terms of Valentine's Day my friend actually made me a card and it says I do not know what I would do without you like donut do not <laughs> Um, yeah that was really lovely it's got a little donut with like a smiley face on it that was really lovely as I said before I love receiving things in the post so when that when that came through I absolutely loved it and she I don't think I said but she actually made it herself yeah it's like a handmade card and it's so lovely I love those kind of things she's so talented when I make cards they do not look like that um, and on to the book update so I've I'm still I've started reading The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefteri. And yeah, I've been reading quite slowly lately. I've just been, I find in the evenings that I'm often watching TV and then I forget to read. <laughs> but I am really enjoying the book. It is a really good book. It's got nothing to do with the book. It's just me being slow. I am really enjoying it. It is quite like a harrowing read though. But I do, I do recommend it. But yeah, that's a bit of a life update and a book update. As I say, not much to update on the book front. I'm just still reading this book. Hopefully I will have finished it by next week and be able to give you a bit more information, a bit more of an overview. So today's episode, like I said, is about friendships and relationships. And I just want to start off this episode by saying that loving yourself first is the most important thing because no relationship, no friendship will make you happy if you're not happy within yourself. And it's a dangerous game when your happiness is solely based on a relationship or another person outside of yourself. You need to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. Moving on to the topic, I just wanted to say that actually I have friends now of all ages and all walks of life. And I love that. I think that I've gained so much understanding about the world from having sort of older friends and some of my best friends are people who are nowhere near my age and you know like family members such as my dad is one of my best friends my auntie's one of my best friends and those friendships have taught me so much and like I said I've learned to appreciate a different point of view and I sometimes prefer hanging out with people who are different to me sometimes I love hanging out with my friend's parents for example 
people my age can be a bit immature. That's not the case for everybody. I have some friends who are very mature. And I'm talking, I guess, sort of emotionally mature. But sometimes, like, if you're going through something quite difficult, people your age can't always offer you the guidance and the compassion that you need. And I think that a lot of the time you find that from other sources. And I think that I definitely have friends now, like I said, of all different ages, all different walks of life. And that's definitely helped me through things, just those different perspectives. And they're more able to deal with things sometimes than people your age are. I think a lot of people my age, sort of in their teenage years, I mean, I'm 19. I think they're often put off being friends with anybody older than them because they think it's strange or whatever. But, you know, if that's the way you think, I actually think there's so much to gain from getting to know people who are just in a different stage of life to you. They will have such good advice and they will be there for you and they will be far less judgmental than people your age. And like I said, they'll have way better advice because they've experienced more than you. Another thing I want to talk about is friendships for a season and time of life. Because I think that a lot of people think that when you become friends with someone, it's like, we're going to be friends forever. We're always going to be friends for the rest of our lives, which is great. And there are some friends that that's meant to happen with. But other friendships, I think we need to normalise. Actually, sometimes people drift apart and that's what's meant to happen. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that often, because obviously, as you both go through life, you'll be in different places, experiencing different things getting to know different people and it's okay to just drift apart there doesn't have to be some big argument but equally sometimes you might be with somebody and you realize that actually this friendship is no longer good for you and yeah back in back in sixth form back in lower school yeah you guys were like best friends and you got on really well but now you've different priorities and you want different things and that person may be unhelpful to you and actually you think you know what yeah they were great friend then but now I think that that friendship needs to come to an end and you don't have to as I say have a big argument about it maybe you could just say to them you know I want to do different things or you could just kind of you know let it drift away let it drift apart because that happens naturally when you have different priorities And as I said, that doesn't have to be a bad or negative thing. It's just part of growing up. And I think it's natural. Something else I think is important to talk about is the concept of best friends. And I think that's a really strange concept because friendships can be so different. Like, I do not have one friendship, I think, that is better than any of the others. Because I think you have friends for different purposes sometimes and situations and I found that as I've gone through various different things there's some people that I'm like yeah I want to talk to them about this they'll be helpful but then there's another time where I'm like I just want to go out and have fun and actually I want to be with this person because they make me really happy and we have always have a lot of fun together and there's different friends for different purposes I think that's okay because you know if if a friend is looking for a really fun night out you know going crazy I'm definitely not the friend to go to and that's okay I'm not going to be offended (laughs) if I'm not their first choice whereas if somebody's looking more for advice or wants to chat about something that's worrying them maybe I would 
hope that maybe I'm the person that they would go to. And I think it's okay to have friends for different purposes and different situations. And some friendships, I guess, I guess are more deeper and meaningful than others. And like I said, that's okay. And there's different friendships, like when you're at school, for example, you have friends, for example, in a class that you may not talk to outside of that class, but within that class, you know, you see each other every day, you hang out in the class. And that's still a friendship, but just because you don't hang out doesn't make that friendship any less meaningful. As in, because you don't hang hang out outside of the class, it's still an important friendship and it's still meaningful. But maybe it's not as much as, you know, somebody that you walk to school with every day and, you know, have known since you were two. Like, it's just different friendships. But that doesn't make one friendship necessarily better than the other. I think it's hard because you don't want to be putting one person at the top and calling them your best friend because it kind of pushes out other relationships and other friendships that, as I say, can be very important in different situations. I think friendship is relative and it changes depending on different situations and different parts of your life. Some friendships, as I said, will be for a season, like I mentioned earlier, but others will be long-term you know, some some of my friends I've known for eight, nine years. But that does not mean that my friendship with them is any more important than somebody I met two years ago in sick form. You know, you can be equally as close to and they can be equally as good of a friend. So I think we've got to be careful with the whole idea of best friends. I don't think titles are needed. And you can have different best friends. Some people use the word best friend very flippantly and they will use it with lots of different people. And that's okay, I think. Like me, for example, I've already said best friends so many times in this episode because I just call everybody my best friends. There's no one person that's above the others. They're all my best friends, all my friends. And also friendships, I've already touched on this, but friendships do change throughout your life. And I guess best friend in a way could be seen as a commitment. And if actually that friendship ends up not being the best one for you, you don't want to be caught in that idea of like best friends. I've known some people who've stayed in a friendship because they've been like, oh, but we've been best friends forever. And even though that that friendship was really hurting them, they stayed because of that title. And I think that that is not good. And I think we have to be careful with how we use the title of best friend. Although some friendships are for a season and sometimes you naturally drift apart from people and that's, as I say, very natural, it's also important to stay in contact with people because especially during this pandemic, it's very easy to lose contact with people and I've definitely stressed this in past episodes that it's very important to be staying in contact with friends. Don't lose a friendship when you're not really supposed to because because of your lack of effort with them. Because all friendships take effort, all relationships, everything takes effort from both parties. And if they're putting loads of effort into the friendship and you're not, then they're going to they're gonna eventually stop. Equally, obviously, if you're putting lots of effort into the friendship and they're not, you're going to be put off and you're going to stop. And you don't want to lose friendships just from a lack of communication and a lack of effort when actually that person is really good for you, makes you really happy and you just... I know that sometimes... It can be difficult, but I think just like my friend, as I said, sent me a Valentine's card. I have another friend who sends me cards that she makes and 
you know, that's a lovely way of staying in contact. But even something just as simple as sending a text and having a phone call, a FaceTime. I'm a bit rubbish at this lately, but keep in contact with people. You don't want to lose a really good friendship just because of a lack of effort. So yeah, stay in contact with those who are good for you and who you really enjoy their company, even if you can't have their company right now because of the pandemic and they're far away or you can't see them. Something else that I want to move on to is toxic friends and red flags in friendships. And um, I'm quite I'm quite pleased that I haven't had any friendship fallouts for a while now. And um, people that I have fallen out with in the past, I just want to say that I there were no hard feelings. Like it was all stuff like when we were young, and honestly, like I'm totally over it. They're over it. There's no hard feelings. Like yeah, it's just silly to hold a grudge. They're all good people. We just were like we were young and fell out, but. Anyway, as I said, I don't hold anything against them, so please don't think that I'm saying that. Um, but there are definitely friendships that are, in inverted commas, toxic. And when I say toxic, I mean that they're just not good for you. And this can happen at any stage of life and with any person. And sometimes, like I said with the whole best friend thing, sometimes you stay in a friendship, but it's harmful to you. And I guess I'm trying to think of red flags that, you know, for example, feeling when you come away from hanging out with that person or speaking to them and you feel negative about yourself, you should never feel that way because of a friendship. A friendship should always be building you up. A friend should always be supporting you because because they they care about you. You know, that's, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to build you up. Friendships are supposed to be, as I say, friendships aren't always perfect. But if you're always having these really negative feelings, you know, linked to them, and you may not realise it at first, but if you start to notice a pattern after a while, then, you know, maybe you need to think, why are they making me feel that, feel that way? Why am I staying in this friendship? Because you don't, you don't deserve to be in a bad friendship. There are, there are plenty of other people who want to be friends with you. And sometimes it takes being on your own. Like in the past, I had to stop hanging out with all the people I was hanging out with at school and I'd chosen to stop being with those people. But that then meant that I was completely on my own. I had a few other friends, but they were all part of different friendship groups and I didn't want to intrude. And I ended up spending a lot of time on my own. But you know what? That was only temporary because I I fairly quickly met other people very quickly and we just we became very close. And it was an opportunity for me to meet new people and I wasn't scared of being on my own and doing things by myself because I'd much rather be doing things on my own than being with people who didn't make me feel good. So yeah, that can be really hard and it can feel very lonely, but I promise that it won't go on forever. You will meet other people, other people will notice and reach out to you and it will all end up okay, even though it will be difficult for a while maybe. I think the most important thing is are they treating you how you are treating them? And if you realise that you're not treating somebody very well, maybe you need to reevaluate that because perhaps they're not treating you very well because you're not treating them very well. You know, toxic friendship, I guess, is... It can be on both parts. Both of you can be acting badly. 
but a lot of the time one person will be acting in a good you know they'll be treating the other person well but they are not treating them treating them well back in response so I think you need to recognize when those friendships are becoming toxic there just should be I can't stress this enough there should just be no negativity in a friendship it's supposed to be a good thing that you've chosen to be a part of so yeah but toxic friends and red flags you need to look out for them and sometimes you know relationships go sour and friendships it's time for them to end and don't stay in a friendship that makes you feel bad but linked to that I think it's also important as I said as a sort of disclaimer at the start of that section you also do need to learn to forgive and let go of the past like I say people treated me badly in the past but now they've grown up I've grown up we're different people and we get on well now or we don't speak but you know there's no hard feelings but some of those people I've sort of reconnected with and we are good friends now and yeah you don't want to be holding a grudge holding a grudge is just it's physically like exhausting it's so much you might not think it but it's actually so much easier to forgive someone and just get on with your life holding that holding that emotion in that tension that anger is not good for you and it's hard when somebody's hurt you and somebody's treated you badly but I honestly think I honestly think that learning to forgive them and let go of the past you don't have to forget about it but just moving on from it is important you don't have to go don't have to forgive and go back to them but you can just forgive them have no hard feelings towards them want the best for them and the thing is that no time that you've spent with anybody whether it's a relationship or a friendship is ever a waste of time you may think well we're not friends anymore so why did I spend all that time with them and getting close to them and doing all those things for them none of that was wasted and I think this sort of goes into relationships as well sort of romantic relationships people think after they've broken up, you know, why I just wasted all my time with that person when I could have been with other people, or I could have been working on myself. And you've never wasted time and you will have learned so much from that friendship or relationship. And I'm sure that it wasn't all bad and there were good moments. It may have gone sour, but I'm sure that the majority of it was good for a time. And you never waste time. Everything teaches you something. So even if you can't see it now, I'm sure you will one day in the future. You'll think, yeah, I'm not going to be treated that way again. I won't let myself stay in a relationship like that where I'm being treated badly or feeling bad about myself because I recognise the signs now. And even if it's something like that, you know, that is so helpful. And in the future, yeah, you won't let yourself be treated that way. So yeah, learn to forgive and let go of the past. Don't, don't be, you know, holding resentment to people. As I say, this very much relates to relationships as well and not just friendships. It will be so much better for you if instead of trying to get back at them or make them jealous or anything like that, just forgive them. Just forgive them and let it go. And that is so much easier said than done, but it will honestly be the best thing for you and to help you move forward. But it's never a waste of time. You will always have learned something. And you can take that new knowledge with you into future friendships and relationships. Going back to the idea of, you know, leaving maybe a friendship group or friends and then and then being on your own. I think that confidence is the best way to make new friends. And this can apply to lots of situations. I mean, I guess if you're starting university, for example, 
and you don't know anybody, I think the best way to make friends, no matter what the situation is, is to be confident. People want to be around confident people. I don't know why, but they just do. We're all sort of drawn to confident people. They are easy and fun to be around. So even if you don't necessarily feel super confident, you've got to try and be confident within yourself. And I know that for me, this this was how I made friends in Madrid. If I had been, if I had not been confident, even when I was faking it, honestly, I don't think I would have met anybody because when I was in Madrid, this is just an example from my experience, but when I was in Madrid, I lived with a family and I went to college and college was, to be honest, the, the way that I met the majority of my friends. But I could have very easily gone to that college and, you know, just spoken to people in class, but not asked them to hang out. And when I met one of my first good friends in Madrid, she came to my class and me and, another, me and one of the other girls we asked her if she wanted to go for lunch and the three of us went for lunch and um, me and this new girl, we became really good friends and we are still very good friends now. And then we went along to this au pair event, me and this friend that I'd met. This was sort of a week later and um, we decided to go to this event together and we didn't know anybody else there. I mean, it was slightly easier because we were together, but most people at the event had come on their own. Everybody had had to be like being confident and they had to you know go along to things on their own and we met another one of our best friends and then the three of us became like a little trio and we were such good friends and as I say they're both still really good friends but if I had not been if I had not put myself out there I don't think that I would have met them you know or become as close with them and I think it's really important to be confident and just put yourself out there like what is the worst that can happen like honestly I'm always embarrassing myself and you know what it's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world if you go along something and you're on your own I guarantee you that nine times out of ten people will spot you on your own and they will come over and make sure that you're no longer on your own that's what I noticed in Madrid when I went to an event when I went to you know I don't know a group I went to my church group on my own for weeks before meeting anybody but I did eventually and I made some good friends there too and I was building myself a little community all because I put myself out there. I went not knowing anybody, I went not even knowing the language but I managed to make some really amazing friendships just by faking confidence at times but I was also building confidence and I was able to meet people by putting myself out there not being afraid to do things on my own and you will always make new friends wherever you are as long as you are trying your best doesn't always work out with every single person but it will with somebody I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships as I know I've focused a lot on friendships in this episode but I mean I've also touched on relationships I mean most of the things that I've said about friendship you can definitely apply to relationships you know, like I said about toxic friendships and red flags, it's the same with a relationship. If you feel bad with that person, if they make you feel bad about yourself, if they are not treating you right, then it's definitely not, the, it's not something that you want to be a part of. And as I said at the start, loving yourself and knowing how you should be treated 
it's so important because then you will recognize when things when people aren't treating you the right way and I I mentioned this before but sometimes you just have to think would I treat somebody that way no so why am I letting myself be treated that way you have to look out for yourself don't stay in things just because they're comfortable if they are bad for you something I've noticed in my relationship personally is that opposites definitely do attract my boyfriend and I have nothing in common (laughs) we have none of the same likes and interests other than food um, we don't have many other likes and interests in common but we get on really well and I think that we complement each other because of our differences I think that in my friend and I were speaking about this the other day but I think that in a relationship (laughs) you have to have one person who's stubborn and one person who's a bit more of a peacemaker I mean I would say that in my relationship neither my boyfriend or I are very stubborn but I think that if you have two stubborn people in a relationship who are not going to admit to when they're wrong and they're not going to try and make up when things go a bit wrong it's not going to work very well so I think that yeah opposites attract and the purpose of every friendship and relationship is happiness and when you're in a relationship you should be feeling loved and supported and that may you know there may be difficult moments but ultimately you need to be weighing up the good and the bad and the good always has to be weighing out always has to be winning the purpose of a relationship is happiness and it's never supposed to cause you lots of stress and anxiety if you're feeling insecure because of that relationship if you feel that you can't trust the other person that is going to have a really detrimental effect on you and how you feel about yourself if they're out and you know you're worrying about what they're up to and are they with other people that things like that and especially I think for people around my age I think a lot of people will be doing long distance and I did long distance when I was in Madrid and my my boyfriend wasn't (laughs) he was at home in England and um, you know there has to be trust because you can't be keeping tabs on them all the time and it's not healthy to be constantly knowing what they're doing who they're with so if you can't trust somebody that is just going to eat away at you and if they're far away from you and they're doing their own thing and you're doing your own thing but you're having to worry about what they're doing who they're with it really it really shouldn't be that way I think you have to really think about what are you actually getting out of it you're just constantly worried and stressed and if that person's given you a reason not to trust them maybe they've been unfaithful to you in the past I really just wouldn't stick around you're never going to be able to gain that trust back I think that for some people I think in rare cases people do get back together and you know after something's happened and it does work out and I'm not saying never do that but I think for most people it's just not the right thing to do and don't go back to something because you're comfortable with it because it's familiar that doesn't mean that it's right don't go back to that person because they make you feel comfortable and safe because it's just an illusion really and ultimately problems will still present themselves later on and you need to do what's best for you and recognize how you're being treated and when it's time to get out of that something else I think would with relationships and again this is very situational and different people will do different things but I think that I really recommend that if you can being friends with somebody before jumping into sort of a romantic relationship is so good and so important because you get to know them and actually think do I like this person are they somebody who looks after me and treats me well before you jump into anything with lots of feelings involved I think it's hard if you jump straight into a relationship I think it can start off 
very awkward. I mean, I guess it can be awkward transitioning from a friendship to a relationship too. But I think that you want to really know the person before you jump into that relationship. I think another thing you have to see, which I mentioned earlier in friendships, is about the whole equal effort thing. In a relationship, there's two people and two people should be doing the work and not necessarily the work. I mean, it shouldn't be really hard. It shouldn't be lots of work, but there's two people involved. Just remember that because I think a lot of the time one person will end up doing a lot of the things, a lot of the planning, you know, planning dates. I don't know, just making more effort than the other person. And that won't be good for you. You have to make sure that you're being treated correctly. I know I keep repeating that, but that's because it's really important and you can basically apply it to any kind of relationship, romantic, non-romantic, whatever kind of relationship that you're in. Ultimately, any relationship, whether it be romantic or a friendship, should always be full of support, love and happiness most of the time. While various problems can present themselves in relationships, you have to look at a situation and measure the good and the bad. If the bad outweighs the good, then perhaps it's not the right relationship or friendship to put in your energy into and maybe it's time to let that person go. No relationship should bring you extra anxiety and pain and have a negative impact on your mental health. You choose how and who you spend your time with. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a review and share the podcast with friends if you can. If you subscribe slash follow depending on your app, then you don't have to search my episodes in the future and they will show up in your app automatically. Have a lovely day and don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at keepgng_podcast. underscore podcast. I'll see you next week with another episode. Bye.